Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jesse back with another episode. Um, I'm recording this on Wednesday, which is a little different for me. I'm thinking about, mm, I just have a lot of stuff to do on Thursday, so I'm just thinking about doing this now and then, you know, getting out of the way. Um, but it might be up Thursday or Friday, even depending on when I get a chance to, because I have to go in the office and stuff. So like, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little hectic few days, and so I gotta get this out of the way early. But um, last time we went over two divisions in the AFC, and we're gonna finish the other two divisions in the AFC. Uh, just talking about the free agency stuff, and this one is going to be a little more action-packed, I think. Um, we got the AFC South and the AFC West to go over, so oh boy, it's going to be a it's going to be a long, good, fun, fun time, fun, fun, good times. Um, but first, I want to do a little update on um, the NFL draft and everything. Um, it's almost April, and by the time you're probably listening to this, it might already be April. So yeah, it's it's officially draft season. I mean, I know there's still guys out there for free agency that like can be signed and stuff like that, and hopefully they sign with a team that I haven't covered yet, so probably the NFC team, hopefully. Um, and with with that being said, or with that happening, um, I just I did I did my first mock. Um, I don't know if I'm behind the process where I was last year or in front of it, but I feel like last year I didn't really know the prospects that well until like two weeks before the end of the draft, and it's almost April, and I have a pretty good idea of where these guys are going to go, and I have a pretty good idea of how I feel about most of these prospects, or at least I, especially the, you know, ones that are not as relevant, let me say, um, those late ones, yeah, I think, um, I have more of a feel for them than I did going to this, so at least that's at least good, but I did get through quarterbacks, I'm through running backs, I'm working on wide receivers now in terms of film, but I'm, in terms of, like, getting all the prospects, or all the prospects I have so far ranked, I'm, like, pretty close to being... Uh, is it supposed to rain? Shit. <laughs> it sounded like thunder. Um, yeah, in terms of prospects, I am through inside. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm through I'm through offensive line. So I, I got through with the offense now on the defense. So And that should be a lot faster because the offensive line took a fucking long time to get through. Um, so that, that should be good. I should be pretty close to being close to finished with that, um, you know, as soon as I can. And um, yeah, anyway, let's get into my first mock. I did also did one for the Jaguars. That was fun. This is the one I wanted to do. I really want Justin Ross for the Jaguars. Really, really bad. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I don't know where he's going to end up in my rankings for wide receiver because I'm doing that right now. But I expected him. I, I, I'm probably going to be higher on him than most people will be. But he, he's a second round pick in my mind. And the Jaguars should be able to get him in the third, either their first or second round pick. But yeah, I think they need a guard also. So that's why. Whatever. Too much Jaguars talk. I had uh, since I'm sharing, I might as well go with it. The Jaguars I had taking this is this is again. This is not going to interfere with my mock, or this isn't relevant to my mock because my mock is what I think the teams are going to do, and not what you know they are going to or what I want them to do. And this Jaguars one is what I want them to do. So I want them to take Thibodeau first, and then second round Kayon Green, just a guard, any guard or center if like Linderbaum's there or something like that. We just had our center Linder retire, but we do have Shatley who can play center, who did play center last year for us and was pretty dang good. Uh, then I'm taking Justin Ross, Channing Tidall after that. We need linebacker, then Jeremy Rucker, and then after that, I went tackle, halfback, safety, kicker, halfback, so, yeah, I, I just think those are more of, like, placeholders than anything else, I want them to take a tackle, halfback, safety, kicker, halfback, or if they want to take someone else, like, a cornerback instead of a halfback again, I think they'd be great, but they need to come away with at least one, uh, 
one running back and another running back in UDFAs or another one to sign maybe because I don't know who's going to be ready for week one. ETN and Robin Zerbo are covering from injuries last year, so kind of yikes. I'll say that much, but well, maybe they know something we don't know in terms of their progress, but can't really know too much about their their progress really going on now, right? Like we're, I mean, definitely for ETN, he seems like he's pretty ready to go, but like we we aren't even close to like summer workouts yet, so. I don't know. I mean, we got like what three months? Three two months until summer workouts. I want to say it's in. Uh, I want to say it's in not May, June maybe. So when they start, at least July, because I mean, the the preseason games are in August usually. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Jaguars need a running back. I'll just say that. Oh, let's just go in my mock draft. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit here, and we'll get into the the um the offseason talk or the free agency talk after this, but I'm just gonna read out my mock, give a little bit of this is this is how I think it's gonna go. Um I got Aiden Hutchinson at one to the Jags, Thibodeau two to the Lions, Evan Neal three to the Texans, I'm a Gardner four to the Jets, five, they got Icky, uh the Giants, and I'll just stop there you know, one through five. Hutchinson I think makes sense. I think he's like the best betting odds. I think Detroit just goes BPA, and I think that's Thibodeau, and I think if they want a quarterback, and they'll see as they go through the draft, that maybe they'll take it at 32, so they get that extra first-year option if they want to do that, um, and they can still get a guy that they like enough, I think, but if they really like, you know, Malik, or Howell, or Pickett, or Corral, or Ritter, or someone like that, then, yeah, I mean, I could I could see them taking him there, but I think they should go BPA and take Thibodeau. Evan Neal, I mean, Texans need everything, he's best player available, you get him and Tunsil together, that's a making of a really good offensive line, especially if you like your quarterback. Then I have uh, Jess taking Gardner, I just think he's a better prospect than Singletary, and I think, or Stingley, I keep calling him Singletary, because he just looks like Singletary, and it's a very... Very defensive name, so <laughs> um, I just think Gardner's a better cornerback, and I think they're just taking him. They could take safety. They could take probably anyone outside of offensive line, quarterback, running back this early in the draft. They could take any anything else, right? Pretty much anything else. So I just want Gardner. Uh, this could be easily be Hamilton, but then yeah, Icky for the Giants. I don't care if they need guard help and center out more than they need tackle help. They need offensive line help, and Icky can play guard too. Um, then I got the Panthers taking Malik at six. I can see them taking a quarterback here. I can see them taking. No, I could just see them taking a quarterback. I think they're going to take a quarterback here, honestly. <laughs> there are other things they could use, I'm sure. The defense is pretty good. It's pretty young, though, too. Maybe they want to add to that before, you know, really selling out for a good quarterback. But, yeah. I think it's Malik here. So, sorry. The, they have Malik. And then the Giants have Hamilton at 7. Then 8, I've got Trayvon Walker to the, the Falcons. Then 9, I've got Sam Howell. Then 10, I've got Stingley, which is actually a trade. Uh, Seattle. I'm sorry. The Jets and the... Um, Minnesota traded. The Jets moved down to 12, Minnesota moved up to 10 in this mock for me. So, yeah. Um, Malik, yeah, like I said. Kyle Hamilton, I think just kind of BPA on that defense. They need... They not BPA on the defense. They The Giants actually don't have as many holes besides offensive line. Um, or, or rather, they don't have that many ways that they can address holes in the roster or through the draft. Like, they can't really draft another wide receiver. There you got Tony. You can't really draft a running back when you have Saquon there. You can't really draft a quarterback when you have a quarterback already there who's young and, you know, was injured last year, not really sure what he can do. And the defense was just ravaged last year. I mean, they could go edge, they could go defensive line. It's always good to add to that defensive line, but I feel like this just makes sense for safety if Hamilton's there. I think they just take, like, one of the better defensive players left. I guess he's taking edge, too, or even a linebacker, but that's a little early for that. But anyway, uh, Walker just makes sense. I think, you know, Falcons could could use a lot of things, and I think I think he's a good player. And he's, he's really climbed up draft board, so there you go. Then Seattle, they need a quarterback. Um, I think Sam Howell and DK Metcalf would be really, really good together. That'd be really fun. Um, and Stingley, I think Minnesota saw him there. They really wanted him. They only had to pay... I think I like traded like a third or a fourth round or maybe both to move up two spots. Uh, they just don't really care. 
because they don't need Singley, and I was just looking for someone to trade out because they already drafted Gardner, so and they already have Hall, and they did sign a cornerback, uh, CJ Reader, I want to say, in the offseason. So they have that. Uh, I don't really need him, so just trade back for whatever. Then um, I, I think Minnesota could just... They, they probably taking... I think taking a cornerback here is really, really important for them because they have already good wide receivers and the other side of the ball is cornerback, and I think they know how important both those positions are. So um, I, they, they could go a lot of places, Minnesota. They could definitely go a lot of places, except I wouldn't say wide receiver or quarterback. Yeah, so I wouldn't do that. But um, then we've got New Orleans with Drake London, uh, 13, Jamison Williams, 14, uh, to the Jets. Uh, so yeah, Jameson, uh, Drake London to New Orleans, because I then trade with Washington. So Drake goes 11 still. Jamison Williams at number 12. Number 13 is Carl Offitz, the guy the defensive edge out of Purdue, to um, the Texans. Then 14 with the Ravens, they get Jordan David Davis. Then the two picks, 15 and 16 to the Eagles, I've got Devin Lloyd and Tyler Linderbaum. So yeah, uh, London I think just makes sense for... Uh, New Orleans, whoever they're gonna have as quarterback, I, I, right now I guess it's not Taysom Hill and it's, it's, um, Jameis Winston, which is weird for the contract they're paying him, but I guess it's like broken out by position, so maybe they're not paying him as much as, you know, the, the, the official contract edge, which makes sense because no one knows what the, the Kirk deal even is, so the Christian Kirk deal, so I, I, I imagine that the public just doesn't know, including myself, what these deals really look like. But, um, yeah, I think they've used an offensive weapon. Uh, London is one of the better receivers. Could have been any of them. Could have plug and play, but whatever. The Jets, I don't really think they need a wide receiver, but I wasn't going to draft a linebacker here, and I think they like Williams a lot. I think a lot of teams do. I'd be hard to see him get out of the top 15, so I think they just take him here, and they're pretty happy with it. Um, Texans, like I said, need everything, so go offensive line, defensive line, makes sense. Uh, Jordan Davis, yeah, that'd be really great for... I, I like him, I think, so far, but I'm not sure I'm in love with him. Um, he definitely isn't going number one to the Jaguars, or I might blow my fucking brains out, but it's a story for another time. Um, I, I just think the Ravens have a good defense, adding to the defensive line. They lost Calais Campbell, who plays inside-outside. Um, they could really use a force in the interior, and I think they can go in a lot of different directions, but Jordan Davis just made sense here, so I took it. Lloyd, yeah, I think they need a linebacker, a ranging linebacker like Lloyd. Um, Kelsey is going to retire, so center, they're going to need him. They can also play Linderbaum a guard, guard if they want. I mean, it was a little undersized, do people say he's undersized. I think he's under 300 pounds, but you you can make him a guard, I think, and I think he would work well in like a zone running scheme, and I think that's what they do, and I also think he'd be really good to have for like a rushing quarterback, so he can because he can get out and move. Um, so I like that about Linderbaum, so yeah. Um, then we'll go 17, I got Charles Cross to the Chargers, 18, Pickett to Washington, 19, Eagles, McDuffie, McDuffie, 20, Matt Corral to the Steelers. Yeah, if, if, the, if Washington's going to take a quarterback, then I think this, uh, I'm going to take Pickett, then I think the Steelers take Corral. I'm just going to get through this real quick, because I really want to get into talking about the Colts, is what we're going to talk about first, and I, I don't want to take up too much time doing all this, and it's been about 10 minutes, so I'll just read through the rest of this real quick. Patriots of 21, taking Garrett Wilson. 22, Green Bay, have to go wide receiver, they take trailer marks. 23, Cardinals, they take here Elam, who's a cornerback, who, yeah, I'm not super high on, but I think he's going to the first round, and if it just makes sense. Um, 24, uh, Dallas, they're taking Kayon Green, who's a guard, center, I think I really project him as a guard um, from Texas A&M. Then 25, we've got the Buffalo Bills, they take Andrew Booth, not a lot of holes on that roster, they could go wide receiver here if they really wanted to, I wouldn't hate it, um, but I think they go cornerback to replace Levi Wallace. Next up, we've got the Tex, uh, I'm sorry, the Titans, because I'm taking a tackle in um, Bernhard Raymond, um, I could have put Penning there, I could have put other guys there, but... I just went with BPA per PFF, and that was the guy. Then 27, Zion Johnson to the Buccaneers. Yeah, they need to replace Marpet, um, guard, center, whatever combo guy. I, I, I like him as a guard. 28, Penning. 
uh, a tackle to Green Bay. I think they could use that. Um, they already got their wide receivers. So I think they're pretty good here. 29 and 20 and 30 are the Chiefs. They get Olave, who really shouldn't fall, but you know, one, one of these guys or a few of these guys are going to fall out of the first round or fall late. It's going to happen. And I love Olave. He might, he's going to be in front of, I think, because I just finished up doing my wide receiver for Garrett Wilson. I think he's going to be in front of that for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. You know, whatever. Um, then I've got Roger McCreary at, at cornerback. They need a quarterback to replace Chav, Chav Chaz, Charizard, whatever, Char Davis. Um, and Roger McCreary makes sense, I think. They get a cornerback. They can take Gordon, who I have next actually going to the Bengals. The Bengals don't have a lot of, you know, <laughs> they don't have a lot of holes in that roster either. But cornerback could be one, for sure. Um, they have a, a woozy. I actually think it's their only real hole besides linebacker, but they got young guys there at linebacker, so I'm not really sure if they want to draft another young linebacker, especially the back end of the first round, but um, like you'll see in the next pick, they, there is a, a, a linebacker there that I like, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so they need a cornerback no matter what, and I think two of the Washington guys go in the first. I think I had two of them going. Yeah, I had McDuffie, McDuffie or whatever going to the Eagles, so I think both of them go in the first round, and I can see Kyler going to the Bengals, but the last one is 32. You want to guess what it is? I'll give you a few seconds to guess what the, what the Detroit Lions picked. Um, and I'm done here. Uh, they took N'Kobe Dean. He was the best player available. They got two nice edge guys, Thibodeau and N'Kobe Dean for the defense. I like that a lot. Um, I think they roll at least one more year with, um, with what's his name, a quarterback, with, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, Jared Goff, a quarterback. But they could, you know, take a quarterback here and then do N'Kobe Dean at... Um, at 34, because I don't think the Jaguars would take him at 33. They might, honestly. They, they definitely might, but I didn't do it here, but maybe, maybe they would have taken quarterback there so they could get the fifth-year option if they really were into, I guess, who's left is Ritter, and I mean, there are a few others that I don't, I don't know will go that far, but, you know, maybe with all the guys gone there and they want to take one with the second overall pick, I think that's just how it's going to go. And I just take BPA and they need a linebacker. They could use anything on defense pretty much. I mean, is Akuda, the Akuda experiment close to being done? It's going to be his third year, I think. Eh, he's been injured a lot, but eh, it's looking real bad. Could take a cornerback here. There wasn't anyone that I really liked. It would have been three cornerbacks on the run, so not great. So anyway, that's my mock. I think it's pretty interesting. First one I've done before April. Um, first one I've done so far this year. I'll probably be doing one during most weekdays. Um, but anyway, now we're on to the real meat of the show. We're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and what they did in the offseason. And honestly, it's not that much, except for the big things. They lost um, a few guys. Zach Pascal, sure. Mark Glowinski, who I actually think is kind of underrated to the Giants for three years, 18 mil. Pretty good. It's not bad. It's a potentially two-year deal. And they did lose um, Muhammad al Quadin, uh Muhammad, who I actually think was a pretty good player. You know, a rotational guy. Signed for two years, 18 mil. Basically a one-year deal. That's fine. That was pretty fine. The real meat of this stuff is, um, excuse me, is the trades. Um, I'll do the first one real quick. Um, they traded away a terrible cornerback, uh, Rockyasin, to the Raiders, who definitely needed cornerback help, and I don't think Rockyasin is the answer, for Ngakwe. And I'm so sad to see Ngakwe on the Jaguars and in the division, and not on the Jaguars, and in the division, and on the Colts. Real sad. Um, he... He gets the ball. He isn't that great of a run defender. He can be good sometimes, for sure. Like, if you look at highlights of him, like, being good against the run, I'm sure you can find, like, a two-minute highlight of that is an entire, is an enti in his entire career, or even maybe last year, but that's not how he is all the time. He can get to the, he can get to the quarterback, and I think he was a really good pickup for a team that needs edge rushers. And if him and Quiddy Pay on the, on the back of their, um, their, their lineman right there, ooh, that is, that is some nice stuff. Buckner in the middle. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. If they kept Muhammad as a third rusher or even like an interior guy, that, that would have been really nice. Would have really enjoyed this defensive line. I like it a lot more now. 
uh, than I did, especially last year, and they tried to plug holes with bad guys. Um, they traded, now the next one, which is pretty important, they traded away Wentz, and I, I feel like people just didn't know the deal. In exchange for Carson Wentz, I'm reading this from the Colts website, in exchange for Carson Wentz and a 2022 second round pick, number 47 roll, and a 2022 seventh round pick, number 273, the Colts received the commander's 2022 selection, uh, second round selection, which is the 42nd overall, so they moved five spots, um, a third round pick, number 73 all, and a conditional 20, uh, 2023 conditional third round pick. So, yeah, that's a decent amount to give up. Honestly, move that, you trade, you basically trade two third round picks, maybe a second round pick, for a starting caliber quarterback, I think that's pretty okay for Washington. Pretty good for the Colts, considering the quarterback they got to replace him, so, honestly, right, this is a win for the Colts, good trade for them, considering what they got. Um, because they did get Matt Ryan for a 2023 round pick. So they basically moved up in the draft five spots, which is you know, not, not, not irrelevant. Gave a seven round pick, got rid of a, a worse quarterback for a better quarterback. And they ended up with a 2020, 2023 conditional third round, pretty much. So, oh, and they moved up 10 spots pretty much. So they traded away their pick for the Washington pick. Yeah, which is about 10 spots ish. So, honestly, getting Matt Ryan for, like, a conditional 2023 third-round pick and moving up in the draft, pretty, pretty dang good. Do have to take on Matt Ryan's contract. I'm not sure how much of that is going to be taken on, honestly, by them, but I'm sure it's a decent amount. Um, if you're just looking at, like, you know, the capital and players taken away, this is, like, a huge win for the Colts, honestly. Puts them right back into playoff contention again, honestly. If this defense is going to be okay, and if they actually get out another wide receiver, which I think they can do. Um, there, there are a bunch of ifs there. I'll say that. This is a pretty wide receiver heavy draft, so they should probably draft one. I think they need a cornerback too, and then, like, a good cornerback, and I think they're, they're pretty okay set, honestly, for, like, a decent team. They could use a guard, sure, they lost a guard. Um, they could even potentially use a tackle, maybe. I don't know. Um, I like Dennis Kelly a lot, though. He's back with them, I believe. He shouldn't be off the team, right? It's Dennis Kelly. Or, wait. No, Ryan Kelly. I'm sorry, Ryan Kelly. Yeah, he should still be on the team. And he's good. He, he is good. Um, even if PFF didn't like his grade last year, I don't give a shit. Yeah, um, this offseason, kind of a win. Um, I, I really wish they had re-signed, you know, some guy. I really wish they had signed Glowinski and Muhammad. I really think they could have given these guys these deals. I'm just going to check the salary cap issue for the Colts real quick, but I feel like they should have. They've got 22 in estimated cap space. They're paying Matt Ryan. 18 million this year. I I don't know how much in, in dead money for. Um, wow, no dead money for once. That's interesting. From what I can tell here, that's super interesting. But yeah, they, this roster is looking pretty good. They still got some cap space. Honestly, maybe they're looking to bring in another guy, um, which would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great, honestly. Um, but this this is this is a win for them. I, I think like an easy B or B plus um, upgrade a quarterback, which brings them back into the playoff push. Um, I don't know if they'll get there. It's gonna be a weak division. I don't think they win the division. I still think the Titans are the best team in the division, and it's not particularly like that close. But getting like a Super Bowl, I'm saying Super Bowl winning, pretty much a Super Bowl winning quarterback and an MVP. I want to say uh, Ryan has an MVP. I think. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a really good trade for him. He's an upgrade for sure. He's like a tier above upgrade, if not more than that. Even at his old age, I, I really think Matt Ryan is, what is he, 36 now? Or something like that? He's been in the NFL for, like, since 2006, I want to say. Um, yeah, he's going to be 37. Um, he's born in 85. Jeez. Yeah, he's going to be 37 this offseason. So he'll be 37 
um, when the season comes around. Still, still worth it. Still good. Probably good for two more years, or at least a bridge quarterback and a bridge quarterback that you can win with. Honestly, if Matt Ryan goes to Indiana and wins the Super Bowl, I would be surprised. But it wouldn't. It would be like I give that like a ten percent chance and not like a point zero one percent chance. Like th- there's a there's a chance that could happen. Things can go right. A, a team that makes the playoffs and there are seven playoff spots. Although the AFC will be a little tough, but there are seven playoff spots. You could be like a 10-win team, 9-win team, and make the playoffs pretty easily, I think. And you got 17 games to do that. So I, I think it's well within the realm of possibility, for sure, get the 10 wins with this team. Um, it's pretty much the same skeleton as last year. Um, just hope that Taylor doesn't get hurt or doesn't regress too hard because he's going to regress, obviously. He's not going to be the number one quarter, uh, running back in, I, I don't think, again. Um, it's possible. You know, I said the same thing about Josh Allen, and he was the number one quarterback, at least in fantasy. But it, 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 it semi-translates, especially with those two positions. No, I shouldn't say that, because <laughs> it's Najee Harris, <laughs> and, uh, and other stat accumulators, like, I mean, I'm not gonna say that, um, you know, the, uh, the quarterback for the Chargers is a stat accumulator, but he does, he did throw the second most passes in the NFL, so, whatever, behind Tom Brady, Tom Brady, so, there's that, but yeah, this is a win for the Colts, alright, let's move on to the next one, next up, we've got my Jacksonville Jaguars, um, you know, we said that we wanted them to spend, and they sure as fuck did spend. The Jaguars spent a buttload of money this offseason, in addition to tagging Cam, which I think is the highest, you know, player on the pay player on the team. Um, but let's go into who we lost first before we check out who the Jaguars got. Lost Con, lost Chark, that's tough. Lost Brian, he never amounted to anything, but got $4 million. Um, lost Jack, traded him. Or, I'm sorry, lost him to Pittsburgh, which sucks. Lost Norwell. We upgraded Norwell. Had to pay more, but that's okay. If we could have signed Norwell for a two-year, $10 million deal, I think that would have been a really good deal for the Jags, but whatever. It is what it is. Maybe he wanted out of Jacksonville, too. He can go to Washington, where he's definitely more likely to win than he is in Jacksonville. Um, lost Jahar Ward, who I thought was okay. Um, and that's about it. You know, honestly, Chark is the big one, and Miles Jack is... He was, like, MVP caliber, like, top five caliber one year, and then was, like, bottom five the next year. Like, he just, he was going through so many systems and everything and coaches. It was really tough for him. I think he's, like, kind of the product of that happening, you know? So, um, I like him in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to a good place where he should be pretty good. Him and him and Bush together should be, I think, in a really good system, considering, you know, the guys are going to have around him especially. So, it'll be, he'll probably be back to 2017 Jack, where he wasn't down in the playoffs and we should have won a Super Bowl, but... That's neither here nor there, because he's no longer on the team anymore. He was the final vestige, too, of the 2020, or 2017 Jaguars, so pretty sad to see him go, or at least one of the bigger guys in there. There might have been other players that I just don't care about, but nevertheless. Let's go on to who the Jaguars signed in this offseason. We got Christian Kirk, Brandon Scherf, Foyasade Olukun, Darius Williams, Foley Fatakasi, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, they were signed Laquan Treadwell, and Trey Herndon. Um, and they signed Arden Key today, actually, which I really liked. Um, I think he's a really good rotational guy. He can be a three or four pretty easily. Actually, he's probably a three in front of Chase on when we draft, I assume, an edge rusher in the beginning. So then Allen is number two. Anyway, um, let's see, what did I like? Can we just go through each thing? Maybe we'll just go through each thing. I like the Kirk deal. It's really a two-year, $39 million. He's, like, no cap hit this year, which is kind of great. So we can sign other players like Evan Ingram for a one-year, $9 million deal. Um, I, I like that. I think he probably got too much, considering what other guys did. I would have loved to bring back DJ Chark, but I doubt there was mutual interest there. And he wants, like, a one-year deal, obviously, like, a prove-it deal. And I'm not really willing to give him $10 million this year. But to be fair, the Jaguars did give an room $9 million. So if you want to take that and get rid of Laquan Treble and just pay DJ Chark that $10 million, I would have been way, way more interested in that. Um, 
but that's okay. Laquan was actually, like, one of our better receivers for, like, a little bit, for, like, probably, like, two weeks in, like, week 15 and week 16. Like, probably around then. I don't know if that's, like, completely accurate, but nevertheless. Um, yeah, it's... I don't love that if that if that's the way you're looking at it. But Evan Ingram, I'll take a one one shot considering Kirk's contract is paying like nothing this year. So again, it's like a two-year deal for Kirk and get out of it if they want to. But if Kirk ends up being, you know, keeps progressing as well as he has he has, you know, he's going from a number one overall pick quarterback to another number one overall pick quarterback, where I think both are very good, this could be honestly what he needs to just get right and be like the best player he can. But the Jaguars still need a wide receiver, or at least like a better outside guy. Because Kirk played outside and inside, he was really good inside the slot. That's what got him, you know, paid or, or, or you know, made the numbers, but that's okay. Um, then we get Scherf, who is actually one month younger than Norrell, which is super funny, and definitely a little less injury-prone, or more injury-prone, but I'll take Scherf, he's a way better player, one of the best guards when he's healthy. Three years, 50 million, it's a two-year, $32 million deal. Yeah, it's a, you know, he's got, he's got 30 million guaranteed at signing, 30 million total guaranteed. It's a two-year deal, if they really want to do that, which is fine, maybe they want to keep him after that, but I think the injuries and all that other stuff will probably just, it'll probably just be like a two-year deal when they can get out of there. I think he's an upgrade over Norwell, but I would have liked to keep both because we lost Connor, their starting guard. I would have liked, I would really like to keep both, but I like Scherf. It's a good signing. Um, Darius Williams, three-year, $10 million. Uh, it's about $18 million guaranteed. Um, I love this deal. You can never have too many good quarterbacks. He is 29 years old, but he just turned 29. He was 28 all of last season. He'll be 29 this year. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Oh, I, I skipped Olakon. Um, Second highest tackles, I think, in NFL history, which is pretty cool. Um, he's kind of like a Miles Jack replacement, but I hope more consistent. And actually, not as bad in coverage as I think people say he was. So, a better tackle than Jack, a better tackler than Jack, a better coverage linebacker than Jack, at least consistently. I, if, if Doug likes him, Doug's okay with the signing. I like it. Um, fully, uh, Farukazi is going to play nose tackle, I guess, but I really liked Hamilton at nose tackle. I think this is just another, you know, build in the trenches type thing that, um, Doug Peterson really wants, and I'm okay with having more defensive tackles, more edge. I mean, we got Arden Key, too, just adding to what we have. Chase on Key, um, and Josh Allen, if you're gonna throw in, um, uh, fully, uh, Farukasi, and then you're gonna throw in Hamilton, and, you know, we still have Malcolm Brown, and you're gonna throw in, Who's the edge rusher that I like? Or, you know, he's a good rotational guy that I think is an edge guy. Uh, Smoot, Dwayne Smoot, they still have. And then if they get another one, that's five guys that should be in that rotation. I, I like that a lot. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And that's what Peterson wants to do, and I love building from the trenches. The only thing is, you know, we, you know, we signed guard Scherf, um, and that was kind of it in terms of linemen. I mean, we did resign, obviously. Um, I'm sorry, we did resign, we did obviously franchise tag Cam Robinson, who I think is a pretty good player, um, I think he has a lot of shit, and we have Walker Little, and we have Juwan Taylor, you know, there, there is some depth there, I guess, but we did have, we did just have our center retire, which is, you know, taking some money off the books, sure, that's good, I guess, for us, um, he, he was paid, he was getting no guaranteed money, though, so he could have cut him anytime I wanted, I think there was that confusion, too, where he was, like, cut, and then not cut, and whatever, he was retiring, it, it makes sense, that was a weird situation, but it makes sense now. Um, I think the Jaguars, considering that they went a little light on linemen, I think they might go kind of hard in the draft and come out with like three or four. We have 12 picks in the draft too, so I wouldn't expect, I would expect at least three linemen to come out of that draft for the Jaguars. And I expect two, maybe, maybe even, no, I expect two, maybe just one in the first th four picks that we have. If we go to the fourth or fifth round, I expect them to have like two or three by that point. So that's just a little comments on that. But I, I think overall, it's a pretty good offseason. You know, they spent money where they needed to. 
linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback, all big signings. Those are the three levels for the defense. You know, we upgraded at guard. I think the tackles are pretty okay. We get pretty okay. They're pretty in place. I like Little. I like Taylor. I even like Ben Barch as another guard who can step up and play if it's going to be Barch and uh, Scherf, but I don't trust Scherf to stay healthy. I would have really like another guard for sure. I like the offensive line. I really like what Trevor's going to be able to do. We have two running backs who hopefully can, you know, spell each other. We can get, like, some C.J. Spiller, Fred Jackson, although it'll be more like Maurice Jones, Drew, and C.J. Spiller, because I really do think that Travis Etienne and C.J. Spiller are uh, reincarnated, but that's a tale for another time. Um, yeah, so adding three players at the things at the um oh god i didn't even get to the other bad signings i don't want to talk about zay jones that was a terrible signing i hated that too much guaranteed 16 million dollars 14 million dollars guaranteed what are you fucking doing insane to me um they have an ingram thing it's just a trial run that's fine we have a, we we need a tight end and i'll go with dan arnold and evan ingram but like i said adding you know three layers of the defense adding a you know wide receiver hopefully adding another one in the draft building the defensive line a little bit more i you know with arden key and you know, already is a pretty good defensive group, I want to say. Yeah, I, I I think this is a pretty decent team. It's way more of a team than it was last year, and we just had, like, three or four Laquan Treble clones um, on the team just running routes and not being able to do anything, and Trevor not being able to do anything. You know, it was, like, Vishka, Laquan Treble. Oh, God, I forget the special teamer that we signed who was, like, our best receiver for a little bit from Detroit. And, um, like, Chark was out. Uh, so, and, and then it was just like Marvin Jones was the only like sure-handed receiver on the team. It was just insane. Uh, it, it was just, it was just fucking insane. Uh, yeah, Taylor Austin was also on the team. Yeah, it was just, uh, it, what a mess of a fucking team. I just think that Urban, and Urban also wanted to draft Kadarius Tony, and we would have had Travis Etienne, who's another just like playmaker guy type thing. I just think that's all he wanted to do. He just wanted to like get like four or three plays to, like, score touchdowns in Urban, like, for Urban, and I think that definitely works in college, but it doesn't translate to the NFL. I don't play that much. Um, nevertheless. I think this is a pretty good offseason for the Jaguars. They give it a B. I, I didn't like where they put all their money, but at least they spent it, and they got some good guys. Like, I like Williams. I like Oluokan. I think it was a little bit too expensive, though. Um, I like Fadokasi a lot. He was ranked a lot higher in my DT rankings than anyone else. I like Scherf a lot. You know, there wasn't, like, a superstar that I wish they grabbed, like Allen Robinson, but... At least they got Sheriff, who was my highest-rated guard. I like that, at least. Um, and, you know, these deals aren't really back-breaking. Nothing more than four years. And, really, they could all just be two-year deals. So, if this doesn't work out, um, and, and the Jaguars are in a better position, they just keep it going. Like, I, I think there's a lot of good here. I'll say that. I think I think there is a lot of good. And, um, yeah, so I think I give this a, like, a B. And they could... They could they can make some noise. They're going to win more than three games. They're going to win, like, five games at the minimum, I think, next year, the Jags. And if Trevor is really this good, they could maybe win seven or eight. We'll see. He's got to have the wide receiver to do it. That means they need another wide receiver. I think they really do need one. Um, all right, next, we are moving on to the Houston Texans, who, if I, like, remember correctly, um, didn't uh, didn't really make too many moves in the offseason. Is that, is that accurate? Am I stupid? Let's take a look. Well, okay. Besides the trade. Obviously, the trade is a thing. We'll get to the trade. Don't worry about that. Yeah, they lost. Justin Reed was their biggest one. He was he had like a down year, but I still lost Taylor. They lost Jacob Martin to the Jets, who I really thought was an underrated player. Every time I watch film, uh, he always popped out on me. I, I thought he, I thought he looked really good always. But anyway, um, yeah, not not too great here. Not too much else. Um, and they gained well. Not much in the way of at all. This team is still bereft of a lot of talent, and 
the most money that they signed anyone to was Con for a two-year $85 million, $8.5 million deal. So, yeah, they resigned Gruger Hill, who I think was an okay linebacker last year. They, resigned, or they got a fullback from Cleveland and Andy Genovich. Um, yeah, this is kind of bad. Um, Aaron Olsen, no. Jordan Nickens, don't really care. Marcus Cannon, yeah, that makes sense for him to go. David Johnson is gone. That makes sense. Um, how much how much cap space do they have? Is it all tied up in dead money? Yeah, it must be tied up in dead money. Or is it tied up in Tunsil's contract? Yeah, Tunsil and Cook's contract, and I assume all the dead money. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, Zach Cunningham, too, was a surprise cut winning merciless to Sean Watson. They probably have the third most dead cap, I want to say. Yeah, $51 million of dead cap. That's uh, a decent amount of dead cap. Yeah, I guess it makes sense why they couldn't sign too many players, and they need to sign just, like, bodies to be there, but anyway, let's get into, well, I guess this side of the trade, um, Deshaun Watson trade. We don't need to talk about his new contract at all, so that's fine. Um, I don't, I don't know anything with the situation, um, I don't care, um... I mean, I do care about the victims, obviously, but, like, I don't, I don't know, there's so many shit people in, um, in the NFL, and, like, I don't, I don't even know what's true and what's not, so I don't really care. Anyway, let's just read the stuff. I don't, I don't have any position on this because I don't know any of the pertinent information. It was sealed away by a grand jury. There's apparently going to be more trials and stuff like that, but apparently Cleveland was aware of that too. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So Houston sent Watson and a six-round pick to for a first-round pick in 2022, 2023, 2024, and a third-rounder in 2023, and uh, also a 2022 and 2024 fourth-round selection. So that's a pretty big blockbuster. I think there was, this was a good trade for Houston. I'm glad that they could trade Watson to get out of there. Because um, I think that's just a, a fine position. Um, I don't think they take a quarterback this year with all their dead money hits, with all that stuff. I just think they take pieces to fill around for eventually when they take a quarterback, when they'll be picking probably close to, if not the top of the draft next year, and using maybe some of those first-round draft picks to move up to like a number one spot, or if they even have the number one spot, probably roll with Davis Mills, see if you like him again for the entire year. Probably won't. And when you pick in like the top two, three, four, whatever they are, they'll just take a quarterback next year where the quarterback class is supposed to be really, really good. So I think that's probably a plan, and I think that's really, really good for them. They'll just get rid of all that dead cap. They'll probably move Cooks. Should keep Tunsil, I think. He's really, really talented, obviously left tackle, and he will only be... Next year, he'll, well, he'll be 28 when the season starts, and he'll be 29 after. That's still plenty of time for a tackle to be very good. He's getting paid a lot, but that's okay. Um, he did have injury issue this year, but again, I, I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like that's, I feel like that's fine. Um, if they were to get him and to get like Evan Neal, have those two guys get ready for a quarterback to actually come in place and be there and not get murdered when he deals with this offensive line because it's total shit. Um, I think that'd be really good. Yeah, you know, they could draft a wide receiver and then maybe move Cooks and then roll with you know Collins and him for a little bit, see how that goes. And you know Cooks can, should get moved. His contract is too big for this team and they're not winning anything. Um, and then you know just let this defense. Hopefully, you figure out some guys in the future that can like play for you and then just that's it. So. Um, I think the Watson deal gives them, like, a B-plus for the offseason. Um, if they didn't trade Watson, it would probably be, like, a C-minus or a D-plus. They didn't really do anything, but they, they were kind of cash-strapped. So, honestly, 
this was a good offseason for them. They're moving on from Watson. This next uh, next season is going to be total dog shit. They're going to be fucking terrible unless Davis Mills is like as good as Mac Jones and they get Mac Jones' offensive line to Houston somehow. Then yeah, then then maybe they'll have a shot at being okay. And this defense has to improve too, which is yeah, very unlikely. A lot of this is all very unlikely. <laughs> I'll say that much. Um, but great haul for the Deshaun Watson trade. It really was you know getting getting those extra um, third and fourth round selections is I think actually pretty dang good. You know, you get a third rounder. It's not a second rounder, but it's pretty dang close. And fourth rounders, you can find more gems, I think, combined than you would in the fifth, sixth, or seventh. So good on them getting those picks and trading away a useless six, which is just useless. Like, that's a hit rate of, like, one in every, like, two, three drafts, maybe, that there is someone, like, Pro Bowl caliber, you know, even that. I mean, there's probably, like, a few starters in there you can get, but it's just... Nah, maybe like two or three in the sixth or, or, or seventh round. And the seventh round is even worse than the sixth round, and it's just not worth it. Anyway, then that's that's my that's my presumption. I did some analysis back back in the day from like the 2008, 9, 5, 6, 7, 99, 98 drafts. And I was looking into that, and it, it yeah, the NFL has changed a lot since then, but you can still get good guys in the fourth round. Fifth round, it's harder. Sixth and seventh round are pretty, really tough, but seventh is obviously is not even close. There's like no one really that good there. And there's all those UDFAs that people like too, which is crazy. I think it's just the volume in the UDFAs that like get that like makes sense. So, all right, um, that's it for the Texans. And then next up, and finally, I want to say for this div or for this division at least, we are going with your or whatever my presumptive pick for next year uh, to win the division, the Tennessee freaking Titans. Man, we um, I hate the tits so much. They suck. Hate them with all my fucking everything, <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're, they're gonna win the division again, um, let's, let's take a look at who they lost, um, well, they lost Julio Jones, Junos Jenkins, which, big names, but Jenkins definitely is a hit that I don't love, Quisenberry, I don't really like that much, um, but in terms of, like, you know, losing guys to other teams, no one really, Roger Saffold, who, it's a good player in Buffalo. I think Buffalo gets a good player there. Not too much they lost there, though, I'll say that. Um, and they acquired some pretty good players, I want to say. Or at least one good player that we'll talk about. Yeah, they, they re-signed Randy Bullock, which is fine. Um, they got Austin Hooper, which I think is fine. It's a one-year deal. I I don't hate Trenton Cannon, honestly. And they re-signed Hillard, which is good, too, because I don't think they're super you know confident they're going to be able to run Derrick Henry for 300 times in a, in a game, but that's that's okay. Um, the real way that they won this offseason is just, they didn't really lose anyone that they couldn't replace. Janoris Jenkins is getting replaced by Farley and Fulton, who are going to be a really, really, as long as Farley can stay healthy, one of the best cornerback duos in the NFL, I think, probably. Um, uh, Farley was my third-ranked corner in that draft, but still really good. I think Asante may even jump him at some point, or Asante might jump all of them, honestly, he's so good. But Kristen Fulton has really come to his own and playing a really good cornerback. He's, he's going to be good. They re-signed Landry, or at least they kept him, right? So, or they did they tag they did tag Landry, so you know he's staying here. I love I, they kept a lot of this in play. I love Autry, I love Simmons. Bud Debris is not that good. Love Harold Landry. As long as the safety stay healthy, they'll be good, and they'll have a really really good secondary. I think. Now, for the line is okay. You know they're going to start Radness finally. I think. Um, I want to say Ben Jones is going to be moved to. Oh no, was Ben Jones not on the team anymore? Oh no, he's playing center. Sorry. There are two Jones on this line, so I'm like a little confused here. But yeah, we got Ben Jones still going strong. He's really, really going to have to take charge this year. They could use drafting another guard, but um, like I said, they got rid of Julio Jones, who was total trash, and they traded for Robert Woods for pretty much pennies, like uh, not even pennies, like like a like a uh, I guess hay pennies are probably worth more than pennies, but like half a cent, less than a cent. 
Nothing. Six-round pick for Robert Woods? Insane. Robert Woods and, and, and A.J. Brown on the same team is not Cooper Cup and Robert Woods on the same teams, but it's not too far behind. And Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback. He's got all the weapons he needs. This, is, this team didn't change that much. They didn't need to. They've drafted well over the past few years. If they have another good draft, even if they don't have another good draft, and I don't like it, I would trust them enough that they're going to be good next year. They didn't lose much. They are just, the team is still good. You know, they replaced the two guys that they really needed to outside of Staffold as a guard, Jonas Jenkins and Julio Jones. And Julio didn't even really do anything last year. It was just like the name that they brought in to like make this team better. Robert Woods is way better. Um, I, I, I think Farley, you know, as long as he's healthy and stays healthy, you know, he did have that injury issue coming to college and he, you know, only played like 70 snaps, it looks like. Um, so yeah, really not great, but. If he stays healthy and Fulton stays healthy, which I expect Fulton to, you gotta expect these guys to stay healthy if they don't have a long injury history, which Fulton does not. It is gonna be another really good season for them, and the division's pretty soft, at least comparable to the rest of the AFC. So, yeah, this is this is gonna be another playoff team. Easy. That gives them like a like a B. Honestly, trading for Robert Woods might even make this an A minus because actually I'm gonna give them an A minus because they didn't really need to do much. They didn't do much except for trade for an insanely better player than they traded for last year in terms of wide receiver. Like this, whatever the over-under for the wins, I'll probably take the over on this one. I took it last year, and I'm pretty sure I got it, but I think I bet a little bit too much into Julio. Robert Woods is, is a billion times better than Julio, and he's... Julio's 33, and Robert Woods is not even 30, I think. He's going to be 30 soon. Okay, he's going to be 30 next year. That's fine. He's still got years left of him being good left in him. And honestly... I know I said, like, the Colts have a 10% chance on the Super Bowl. I think Titans have, like, a way higher chance, like, 25% to 30% chance of getting there and then winning. I mean, they, they were close to beating the Bengals, and the Bengals made the Super Bowl. Like, this team is not that far away. They didn't get that much worse, even if even if you think they did get worse. In fact, I think they might have even gotten better this offseason. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying it. Like, losing Stafford sucks, and they didn't sign anyone else, but trading for Woods and then losing Jenkins sucks and losing Julio sucks, but they're too, they're too old to play anyway. They have another good draft, like I said. They, they would have gotten better this offseason, which is crazy to say and really good for them. So yeah, you know, easy A-, minus, probably the best offseason that any AFC South team had. But honestly, they all, in their own ways, got better. Like, Houston didn't get better, obviously, by trading away to Sean Watson, but they're going to be in a better position to be better after that. The Jaguars got better players. The Colts upgraded a quarterback. And I guess the Titans just upgraded at a wide receiver and didn't really lose anything, and maybe upgraded a tight end. And the Titans were the best team in the division, not close last year. So, yeah, I, I think this entire division really improved, which is great. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, we're going to talk about another division that definitely improved next. So, we're on to the AFC West. Getting into it with Denver first. Ah, uh, classic Denver. Um, they lost... Teddy Bridgewater! Um, they waved Deshaun Hamilton... Um, they lost Melvin Gordon, to be fair. Bryce Callahan, Kareem Jackson, and Kyle Fuller. Getting a little bit younger on this defense. And they obviously don't have Vaughn anymore. Getting a little younger on this defense. You know, that's not the end of the world. I'll say that much. Um, there's some decent losses. Those guys are old. They don't really need Melvin Gordon. Kyle Fuller, I don't want to say struggled, but the fact that he doesn't have another team right now kind of makes me feel like eh, his career is not looking as great as it once was, which, yeah, makes sense. Um, Bryce Callahan, I thought was a pretty good player, but Sockeye, they, they had a lot, of, they had a pretty, you know, a wealth of cornerbacks, um, I think, in Denver, honestly, so letting older guys walk, I think, is fine, letting Kareem walk is fine, um, you still have Simmons, so it's very, very fine, um, could use another safety, though. I don't know who else is gonna play safety there, um, they re-signed Josie, which is nice, um, additions, 
Um, yeah, DJ Jones is pretty good. I, li I like him being, um, you know, in this 3-4 scheme. I, I think that's pretty good. I think, he I think he fits well here. Randy Gregory. It, it could be a three-year, forty-two million, but it's a five-year, seventy million. I think that's a way overpay um, for a guy who's you know, almost thirty years old, but again, hasn't really played in the NFL all the time, and that does scare me. I really don't like the signing. I would have much rather if you could have traded, if you could have like re-signed Kyle Fuller and traded him to to. Well, I guess they wouldn't want to trade him in division for Ngakwe, but I mean, he would have been a way better option. I mean, I'm sure there were better edge options. He had to pay this money for Gregory. I don't know. I, I, I didn't love it. I think they should have just let Dallas keep him for the same contract, but they wanted him, and, you know, honestly, he's going to a pretty good defense. Um, definitely not as good of a defense as I remember it being even a year ago, or even as it was a year ago, honestly, but yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's still pretty good. I like them re-signing Josie. That, that was a good one. Um... They did sign Billy Turner, too. I just think it's just insurance. That's fine. Um, but the big deal, obviously, is the Russell Wilson trade. And I already talked about this, I think, on a podcast already. So I'm just... Yeah, I did talk about this on a podcast already. So um, I'm just going to say the Russell Wilson acquisition was good. This free agency, honestly, get the quarterback you need. I think they were pretty much quarterback away from being contenders. But the defense does, you know, it's taking a step back and looking at it. I like Josie. I like Chubb. I like the defensive tackles here. I like Gregory enough is able to stay on the fields. I like Sertain. But is that is that enough to be Super Bowl contending defensively? Because we look at the offense, the offense has no holes almost. You know, honestly, and I'll just say, you know, the Russell Wilson stuff, I'll just say it, whatever, dude. Like, get your quarterback for almost anything it costs. I you trade away Shelby Harris, true. That's fine. You replace them already with a guy. Um trade away Noah Fant, that sucks, not gonna replace him. But they must like Albert. Um and they traded away a first round pick, a second round pick. And another second round pick. Ah, oh, two. I'm sorry. Yes. So traded to Seattle. So there's it. Russell Wilson traded to Denver uh, from Seattle with a fourth round pick and a for a 2023 first round pick, a 2023 second round pick, the first round pick this year, a second round pick this year. Trope. That is a lot. And they traded away uh, Locke, Fant, and Harris, but. It's still worth it to get. I mean, they did lose some guys here. The roster doesn't look as great as it's going to be. They're not going to be able to draft anyone this year. Super impactful. So this is kind of the team already. Maybe they get lucky and get, you know, like another... I don't think they'll draft an edge, but I think I would be more happy with like a safety or an edge or a linebacker or a cornerback anywhere on defense that they can improve because I like this. I like this offensive line a lot. Um, I like Cushenberry a lot. I think people gave him a lot of shit after his first year and he was a lot better this year and I think he's going to be very good in the future. Um, Bowles is good. Uh, did they sign Tri Turner or is this another Turner? Oh, it's Billy Turner. They got yeah. I think Billy Turner is okay. Um, I like Dalton Risner. This is a pretty dang good offensive line, better than what I think Russell, Russ was dealing with in Denver. And honestly, the receiving weapons for Wilson is probably the same. He just had a hand injury; it wasn't as good. He's gonna be, I think, back to form. He'll be thirty-four when the season starts. Yeah. Oh, he'll be thirty-four. He'll be thirty-three during the season, actually. So that's good. Um, he's still got a lot left in the tank. Honestly, Russ should be good for the next three, four years. And he's really on like a. His contract is really not expensive considering what they are right now. It's just, like, super not expensive at all. <laughs> it's pretty great. So, um, yeah, he'll be good for the next... Uh, what's his contract actually go to? Let me check that real quick. I think it's just two more years, honestly. But let me just check. He's taking a $24 million cap hit. That's really, like, nothing, honestly. Yeah, he's got yeah he's got two two more years on the deal. So this year and next year. Um, and there's a free agent after that. That's honestly fine. It's a really team-friendly deal, honestly. So that's fine. They could, you know, spend on guys, and they obviously have. They're spending on Bowles, Simmons, Chubb, Darby, Glasnow, even though I do like. Um, Sutton, obviously, assigned to a big extension. 
So, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of good here, honestly. Um, and like I said, they were Super Bowl, Super Bowl caliber player for making a Super Bowl caliber quarterback for making this, for making the Super Bowl, or just a good quarterback for making the Super Bowl. I think this offense will be good enough to get them to the playoffs. The defense is definitely a lot more lackluster than it was in preceding years, which was like kind of their main calling card. But um, I like Sertan. I like Darby. Like I said, I like Simmons. I like Jewel. I like the edge rushers. I like the defensive interior. It's not as eye-popping, so this isn't like my favorite Super Bowl contending team, but in a division that's as stacked as uh, they are in the AFC uh, West, this is probably a top-two team. Fuck. I mean, top, I don't know. There's so many good teams, and we're getting into it. Like, they were quarterback away, like I said, and they were, and he's got great receiving weapons. Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Sutton, all locked down for a while, and they, don't forget about KJ Handler, too. There, this is a stacked full offense. Got a pretty good offensive line here. A better defense in Seattle. I mean, if if they don't win ten games, I don't know what to say. Honestly, this is an easy ten win team. All right, next up we have your. Uh, I don't like saying your. Whatever. Well, Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, let's see what they've done. Um, and they really need to do much. I mean, they signed Mike Williams to that deal. Yeah, that was a fine deal. I like that it's not super, super long deal or anything like that. They really didn't need to do much in this offseason to be good, and they, they kind of did. <laughs> Who did they lose? Ah, Questenberry. They didn't need him. They got Lindsay. Who cares about that? Justin Jones. I don't really care about that one at all. Um, Kazir White. I like Kazir White, but I don't think they need him considering the linebackers they have or have drafted. Yeah, lost Balaga, he was bad. Laval just was pretty good. That's fine. Harris, yeah, they needed a cornerback to like step they needed another cornerback, sure, and they got one. So that's fine. Um Storm Johnson, huge loss, obviously. Um no, but yeah, they they signed JC Jackson to a huge deal. They got Sebastian Joseph to replace the interior. Um signed Gerald Everett. Fine. Um, a little bit more money than what I like, but it could be a one-year deal and not lose too much. They really need to upgrade too much anywhere. I love the offensive line right now. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, is Storm Martin resigned? Because I still see him on PFF. No, I don't think he is. So, he's, he's no longer. I don't think he's there anymore. So, I think they need a guard, or they could have... Who can slide into guard there that I'm thinking of for the draw? I know they have other guys who can play there. Um, Trey? Pitt? maybe we'll play oh he's a tackle maybe brennan james i don't even know they're a little lackluster on the they only have three tackles on the roster and four guards in a center so they, they probably need to add some depth there in the draft i would assume um oh they did lose nuasu the linebacker okay that's like a decent one to seattle that's not great but Really not the end of the world. The resigning Mike Williams is probably a priority, and honestly, it's like a one, two-year deal. It's really not that much, so that's fine. Um, and getting J.C. Jackson to go along with Asante Samuel. People like Michael Davis. I'm not really a huge fan, but yeah, we get you know Derwin being healthy an entire year, Nasir Adderley, who is a pretty serviceable, if not good, safety. Um, Taylor on the inside, who I like, and then the edge is Bosa, and obviously the tra other trade, the trade that we'll get to, um, Khalil Mack. Yeah, this is like, um, this, this team is hard to find holes, and I hate it because I don't like Chargers fans at all, I think they fucking suck, um, and I don't love Herbert as much as everyone does, I think he's now coming to my top 10, he's, a little, he's like back half a top 10 for me, I think, right now, um, I still see some mistakes, but he had a, he had a great year last year, like, it, like a blow-me-away year, 
uh, it was it was just so much better than his rookie year um, that I, I I'm really turning into a, a, a way bigger believer than I was uh, definitely in the past. I was just, I was a huge shitter in the past. So yeah, um, the Cleo Mac trade. I think I've I think I've talked about that on stream, but I don't remember. Um, so let me just do that again real quick. Um, I think that it was a decent amount of cap to take on, which is whatever. And he was injured last year, not like super super loving that but i don't know only give a second and a six for that impact of a player even taking on the contract when you're when you have a quarterback on a rookie deal you got to do stuff like this and they did and i i think that's so smart of them just that that just makes sense yeah so mac and bosa is scary um jackson and samuel is scary adderley and james is scary i even like as a name not kyler murray but i even yeah i even like kenneth murray um andrew tranquil and that's just on the defense, which isn't even, like, their star-studded thing. They got a great offensive line, probably one of the best in the NFL, if not, you know, maybe, probably top 10 in the NFL, and I'm sure people have them in the top five. Then they got Allen and Williams as their, you know, two wide receivers. Eckler in the backfield, Herbert. I mean, it's hard to not be excited for this team, and I'm trying to contain my excitement because I just don't fucking like uh, Chargers fans, but I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can be. Um, and this team is... It's got to be a playoff team. This could be the division. And honestly, I'm waiting to see it. This could be the division that has all of the wildcard teams in it. It could happen. I don't think it's going to happen because I think Miami's probably a playoff team and Buffalo maybe is a playoff team. Um, and then you can see the Colts making the playoffs maybe. So something's going to go wrong for one of these teams. You know, like a quarterback's going to get hurt or something's going to go wrong for one of these teams in the AFC West. I don't know which one it's going to be, but it's not going to be good, likely. So... We'll see. And you can't really replace it with this division being this competitive. Having your backup quarterback go against these other teams is going to be it's gonna be pretty yikes. <laughs> I think it's really yikes, actually, to say that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, so this is a really good team. Um, an A-plus. Is that possible to give someone in the offseason? But I give this an A-plus. They re-signed their quarterback they need to. They didn't really lose anyone that I care that much about. Bringing in J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack to make this defense even scarier. Just hope that Bosa and Max stay healthy. They both have injury issues. Um, Samuel got injured last year, too, which isn't great. J.C. Jackson, I don't really know much of his injury history, but I don't think it's extensive, if it's anything at all. Yeah, it looks like he just missed a little bit of time. He still played in a lot of snaps, though, Asante. Um, and J.C., do you ever really miss a lot of snaps? I can't really tell from looking at this from his career grades, but yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Bring him in. The only weakness, I really guess, is like the maybe the right side of the line, depending on where they have these guys play. Um, but... Yeah, and I think they need to add something probably in the draft. Um, they don't have a second-round pick. They do have a first-round pick, though. I just did a draft. They have a first-round pick, right? Do the Chargers not have a first-round pick? What did the Chargers draft actually look like? LAC 2022 draft. Who do they... Seven real mock. Yeah, who do they have? Uh, they're pick 17? Oh, it's literally just, like, crossed off. Yeah, I had them taking Charles Cross. That would be great if he fell apart him. Yeah, so they have a first-round pick and a third-round pick. Yeah, they have all their picks, pretty much. So that's... They can still, you know, add a guy. I think adding a tackle or guard would be really helpful. Um, and maybe another outside wide receiver in the third round if they want to do that. If they were to take a guard early on, maybe a linebacker. Maybe they want another cornerback. I, like, I'm, I'm looking at a seven-round mock now. They have to take Kobe Bryant out of Cincinnati. Um, oh, Kobe Bryant, that's interesting, so it's spelled K, uh, C-O-B-Y. Um, yeah, I, I, I that, that would be an interesting one, and then take a running back, Rashad White, yeah, uh, you know, he's a guy who's a, who's a big dude. Uh, I feel like he's a bigger dude than 
and because they have pass catching guy, which is fine. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at this draft right now, uh, this mock draft. Uh, this this is an A-plus offseason. They added two huge guys to their defense, and they're already in a position to win. They probably should have made the playoffs last year. This is a really good team. Um, as long as Herbert is good and plays at the same level. they throw He throws the ball a lot, so I, I think he's got enough you know stuff under him, but I, I, I need one more year before I'm really bought in, before I make him you know a top five. He already is a top ten for me, quarterback, and it's towards the end of the ten, but... You know, he'll probably make the if he had if he has just as impressive. I mean, if he were to have a year like he did this year, every single year, he'd be a top three quarterback for me, no question, no fucking question. But still, have a little bit of doubts, a little bit of doubts. Um, but this should be a playoff team. A lot would have to go wrong for this team to be bad. But like I said, you know, injuries can do it, and they've done it to Bosa and Mac, and Mac's getting a little bit older, and maybe her regresses a little bit, and Williams isn't the star he was just the one year he was for like half the season. There are some there are some holes here. There are some holes here, but I like what they've done with this roster construction. You can't complain about it at all. A plus, great offseason. Even if they spend this much money, don't care. Great offseason. Good job. The Kansas City Chiefs. They got worse. <laughs> um, I mean, they are the best team in the division. So, like, you know, they were at least coming in. So, like, yeah, they got worse. But, like, is worse bad? No, it's not bad at all. But let's just check in who they lost real quick. Um, yeah, Mike Hughes, eh, that's fine. Pringle, don't care. Teron Matthew, that's a big loss. Melvin Ingram, I think that's a pretty big loss too, honestly. Um, they lost Chad Ward to San Fran, which is not good. Uh, Marcus Robinson, whatever. Yeah, not great. To replace them, they did sign, to be fair. Justin Reed, Marcus Valding scantling for three years, $30 million. But it could also, it's only, it looks like $15 million guaranteed, so really not that much money, just kind of like a one-year deal, probably. Juju Smith-Schuster for a one-year, $4 million deal. He really wants this prove-it deal, man. I fucking love Juju. Um, they actually had a Dion Bush, who I like, for a one-year deal. You know, honestly, no one can replace um, what, you know, you had in Teron Matthew. I think, well, that's not true, because I think Reed is probably just as good, and younger, by, uh, by a lot than Teron Matthew. I don't. I think Teron Matthew's a little overrated, so... That is what it is, but yeah, definitely, you know, oh, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get to the trade after, trade away Tyreek Hill, obviously, for, I'll, I'll look at the, I'll look at the trade in a second, but Tyreek Hill, yeah, we'll, we'll look at that in a second, but anyway, um, uh, let's do trade D, sorry, I gotta do, I gotta like look this up on the fly, because I'm just thinking out loud to myself, because there's so many fucking trades, it's, it's just insane, um, a a anyway, um, yeah, the defense got worse. It's not that good. Never, it really never was that good though. I love Bolton. I like Thornhill a lot too. Um, I even think that Frank Clark, he's overpaid, but like kind of underrated, and he's still on the team. Or did they cut him? Actually, I don't think they cut him. Right? Um, yeah, he's still on the team. Right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I still like him. Um, defense, honestly, it can be whatever. They just. <laughs> can't really replace Hill with anyone, but still have Mahomes, still have CEH. Maybe he'll get involved more now, honestly. Um, still have Kelsey. I like Juju a lot. They need an outside guy, because I am not comfortable with Marcus Valving, Scanlon, and Michael Hardman. Man, that's going to be weird seeing Patrick Mahomes start in, but Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL. If not the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Joe Burrow, whatever, I'll stake that. Oh, that's fine, whatever. We'll see where Trevor Lawrence goes to. Anyway, um... Yeah, Mahomes is still probably the best quarterback in the NFL, if not the second best. Um, I don't think I think he's better than Josh Allen. That's not close. He's better than J uh, Justin Herbert. It's not close. 
Uh, it's close. If Justin Herbert continues to being as good as he is, even even if he gets better, that would be fucking insane. Man, if he was better than he was last year, which I don't know if that's possible, it's definitely possible. But if he was better than he was last year, he might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, yeah, that that could definitely happen. But this offensive line is great. You got Humphrey, Thune, Brown, and I don't really care what the other side looks. And it's a pretty good other side, honestly. Um, was it Trey Smith who really really worked out? He was like a six round pick, and he just went because he had like blood clots issues, but he was really good for them. You know, he took that chance, and it definitely panned out. Probably one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and the best tight, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Still a really, really potent offense, and I like Juju a lot. Juju gets a bad rap, and I like Ch. He gets a bad rap too. This team got worse, and it's you know on paper, if Mahomes isn't elite like he wasn't for part of last year, and I think that was a little bit of Tyreek Hill's fault, honestly. Then, yeah, this team's probably the third best in the division. Still a playoff team, though. I, I don't think you can ever not be a playoff team with Mahomes at center, honestly, as long as he's healthy the entire time. Um, because he'll, he'll play as an above-average quarterback on his worst days. Like, he'll play as a good quarterback on his worst days. On his best days, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, obviously, but we'll see how he deals with, you know, Scantling, Hartman, and Juju. I'll probably be buying in fantasy for Juju, but uh, this offseason was kind of not good for them. I give them a C-. minus. You know, uh, losing Chav sucks. Replacing um, Tyreek Hill with Lincoln Logs is bad. Replacing Tyron with Reed is a little risky, considering they're in a win-now situation, but I like it. Um, I, I, I wish they would have done something to address the defensive line and defense a little bit, but they have some okay pieces there. They're going to need to draft some guys in, in this draft, which, to be fair, is filled with a lot of defensive talent. Um, cornerback late, a wide receiver late, that would really do this team wonders, and I think they'll take either, if not both of them, at the 29-30 pick. So, we'll see what they do in the draft, I think it'll depend on their offseason, but yeah, it's right now it's very not good, I'll say. I'll, I can I can definitely say that with a lot of certainty. It's been a bad offseason for them. Still a good team, still a playoff team, probably. Tough division for sure, if they lose anyone for a certain amount of time who's a significant player, like Kelsey, maybe, you know, Humphrey takes a big step back, which could happen. He was really, really he was insane this year, but we don't know how good he's going to be the rest of his year. It's just one year. They'll get Brown, though, probably for the whole year. Hopefully, he only played... Oh, no, he did play the entire time. Sorry. Who am I thinking of? Did Thune not play the entire time? Or am I also dumb? No, Thune did too. All right, well, they'll get the, the best out of all of them. You know, they tag Brown, so he's in there for another year, which is good. As long as the offensive line plays well, they got Mahomes, they got Juju, they got Kelsey, they got CEH. I don't really care about MVS or Hardman. This will still be a very good team, just in a tough division. I'll say that a billion times. All right. Uh, finally, and finally, we have the Raiders. Man, I want to, I, I just, I wish the Raiders were just like, like in a different division, man, because I think they're the fourth best team in this division, but in any other division, man, they would have been so good. Like, uh, I just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm big sad. I'm just, I'm big sad. Anyway, um, losing Ingold, not great. Losing Quentin Jefferson, meh, don't really care that much. Losing Jay Jones, probably for the best, especially considering what they replaced him with. Um, Mariota, don't care. Casey Hayward, he was too old, and I don't think he played very well. Losing KJ Wright, uh, and getting rid of Carl Nassib, I thought was kind of weird. Although KJ didn't play super well, I think they want to get a little bit younger there. Um... You know, there are a lot of older players here that have just been shed from this roster, like Trufant, Peyton Barber, Gerald McCoy, Deshaun Jackson, Richie Incognito, Solomon Thomas. Uh, he's actually not that old, but yeah. Oh, Damon Arnett had to release, which really sucks. I really like Damon Arnett. Yeah, there's there's some not great stuff here, but honestly, 
This is still, like, not a bad team. <laughs> like, it's really not a bad team at all. Um, they added, uh, besides, obviously, the main the main action, um, getting Chandler Jones is pretty huge. I like Paul Nicholas actually a decent amount, although he should play tackle um, if they run a 4-3, which I think they do. Um, got Brandon Bolden, sure. Anthony Everett, actually think a pretty underrated signing. I know I know Baltimore fans would be like, ha, good luck with him, he wasn't very good. He was actually pretty good on that team, and he was forced into a situation where he shouldn't have been. He had a lot of experience there, and I think he should be pretty good on the Raiders, honestly, who need a guy like that. They did trade for Rock Yesin, honestly. Not a great trade, I wouldn't have done it, but still got Nate Hobbs, and still got Trayvon Mullen, and I'm Rick Robinson, who I actually like a decent amount. So, there are some still some pretty good guys there. Um... But a little less tested. I think Abram, Jonathan Abram, who's, I guess, should be playing strong safety, he really, really should just be moved to, like, linebacker like they did with the uh, Divine Diablo. Um, but I guess they already I guess they already have some good linebackers. I like Diablo. I like Perryman. Um, I like Jayon Brown, honestly. But I would love to see. And I think Abram really did play, a, a, like, a big linebacker role. Like, he played, let's look at the snap count real quick. Yeah, he played slot uh, for 244 snaps, played free safety, like, 120, played box, 500 snaps the most. Like, he he's basically a linebacker, which is fine. That's what he should be playing. Um, and then just let, uh, like, Tyree Gillespie and uh, Trevor Mooring just run around and do good stuff. Like, I would love to see that in the backfield. Not, like, super imposing, but, you know, going forward as a defense, they got a lot of young guys who I like. And like I said, you know, I mean, Chandler Jones, I really like Koontz a lot, Max Crosby. Cleveland Farrell, like, this is a good 3-4 rotational, guys, you know, and, and trading away Yen, I guess, made sense when you when you brought in Jones, I didn't really like getting real Carl in the seed, maybe they'll bring him back, but if they were to bring him back, oh man, that would be great, you know, you get him with Ball and Nicholas in the middle, and hopefully like some of the other interior guys, because I don't like them that much, but you get him, and you get Koontz, you get Jones, you get Crosby, ooh, that'll be a lot of really fun on the edge there, man, uh, this edge for this fucking division is just... God damn insane, man. Uh, it's, it's Chubb and Gregory, and it's Jones and Crosby, and it's Khalil Mack and Bosa. Like, man, that is some insane. You better have good tackles in this division, man. You better have good fucking tackles, my dude. Um, and I think the Raiders don't <laughs> really have a, that good of an offensive line. Um, it's okay. It's, it's just a far cry from what it used to be, which is really why I think they're the fourth overall rated team. But this defense is okay. For the, for the division, it's okay. It's a pretty good defense otherwise. Um, the offensive line has some maybe pieces. I do like Leatherwood. Um, I think it was a reach in the first round, but basically if you just like switch Leatherwood and Mowering and where they went in the draft, second and first round, I would be very happy with this draft, so I don't care. The real thing, though, is trading for Devontae Adams. Um, yeah, like, um, I don't think that... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't I don't think that Derek Carr has ever had anyone even close to being as good as uh, as Adams is. And honestly, they traded a first uh, first round pick and a second round pick for um for for Adams. I think that was it, right? Yeah, wait, sorry, let me, let me make sure. Let me make sure. Just double checking. Uh, what the fuck? Why am I not getting the Adams trade? Okay. Raiders receive, yeah, that was it. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that was it, right, right, And he got a huge deal from the Raiders. Sure, whatever, it makes sense. Lock him up and lock Derek Carr up. I get it, makes sense. If you're going to compete in this, it's the arms race, you got to do it. Kansas City got rid of their best wide receiver, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. And the Charger, I'm sorry, the Raiders got probably the second best receiver in the NFL. So, good for them. Um, Derek Carr's a really, really good quarterback. He doesn't need to check down. And you get 
Man, this, this is a scary wide receiving group, including including Waller, Adams, Waller, Edwards, Renfro, and Josh Jacobs in the backfield. That If the offensive line was better, um, they can't really do anything about it in the first two rounds this year, which kind of sucks, but if the offensive line was better, this is a really good offense. Like, one, one of the better offenses I've seen in the NFL. Um, we'll see how Carr feeds Adams, because Rogers really fed Adams, and I wonder if that's a product of... Adams being as good, at least statistically, I think Adams is very good, but I don't know if that's Adams being good statistically, or if that has to do with Rodgers and Adams' connection. I'm very curious to see that. I mean, there's a lot of changes in this NFL coming into this year, so it'll be really, really fun to see. It also will suck, because I don't know any of these motherfuckers' numbers anymore, and that is how I identify, especially defensive players, when I'm watching film, like, real fast, so, yeah, a little frustrating, I'll say that, but it's okay. It's it's fine. Um, I, I, this offseason's muddled. I want to give them a B, um for the Raiders, because they brought in some good players, like Jones and Adams, they're really, really good players in Jones and Adams, so they traded away Yan, they lost Crosby, they lost a lot of older guys who, you know, helped them with a the playoff push, I think, but they replaced some of the younger guys who I didn't hate as much, it's a, it's a maddening situation, because this is such a tough division, but I, I don't know, is every team just going to split with each other? Is this team better than Denver? Honestly, I think this team gives Denver a little bit of a run for its money, maybe I'm overestimating Denver, honestly, because they have the third best quarterback in the division and the defense is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be and I like this offense better I think the offensive line isn't as good though so that is definitely holding me back a little bit man I don't know the AFC West has just done so many incredible things this offseason in terms of bringing in talent that I don't know what the fuck to do with uh with how good but I, I honestly I think bringing in two players as exceptional as Devontae Adams and Jones even if you pay them is just good enough to give them like a b minus but Man, this could be anywhere from, like, a... I could see anyone giving them, like, a C-minus to a B-plus grade this offseason. And the, in the arms race of the AFC West, they had to do it. And I guess it made sense. It was either pack up, which honestly would have been fine, or do that. And I don't think they really need to pack up, because I think they have some good players on this team already. And good young players that they have under contract, so might as well use them, you know? that That's what I'm thinking, at least. But, you know, maybe... I mean, he did sign a record-breaking deal, uh, Adams, but, you know, maybe if it doesn't work out and Carr's out of contract in, what, like, two years, maybe, then... You know, he's on a pretty team-friendly contract considering how good of a quarterback he is and, you know, where the quarterback market has shifted. So maybe they just let that guy ride and then see what happens. And, um, yeah, just, you know, see what happens there, honestly. Uh, anything can happen. And just putting yourself, even in a tough division, in, a, in his best place to win games, when you have a good quarterback already on a pretty team-friendly deal, not a rookie deal, but a pretty team-friendly deal, I think you got to go for it. And that's what they did. And, yeah, I mean, if they're going to compete to win now, which, honestly, they probably have to if they, you know, considering the quarterback contract and, you know, with the players they already have on the team, like Miller, Crosby, Renfro, um, I, I mean, Waller, like, I, Josh Jacobs, th these are good players already, and you probably don't want to waste their time here unless you just pack it up and sell everyone. I, I get why they did it, and they're not going to get a better wide receiver in the first or second round. No way close to what Devonta Adams can do for you, even if you, even with that much money. I, I like that if they're going to compete now, which I think they are. So good for them. So yeah, I give them a B minus. I would have liked to see them do things a little different, maybe address the offensive line, but maybe they like the offensive line more than I do. I do like Leatherwood. I think he's more impressive than people are giving him credit for. Um, I even I actually don't hate Andre James, who is their center or presumptive center. I think they need another tackle though, and probably another guard. Yeah, it's not looking great on this offensive line, which, like I said before, there are a lot of guys who <laughs> are going to be able to pin their ears back. Colton Miller's going to have, a, you know, a lot of work cut out for him. And, you know, last year was really his best year by far, um, but he's improved every year, it seems like, at least per PFF. So, you know, I, I, I believe in Miller. I, I do. Um, 
Defense is kind of like, it's a lot younger than it was last year with two good, you know, edge rushers, plus which I think is a pretty good safety and some good, you know, possibly good. Like, honestly, at a Balil, Nicholas, Denzel Perryman, Morig, Gillespie, Abram, Hobbs, Rock, Anthony Everett, and uh, Trayvon Mullen and Emmerich Robinson, if they play, if you can get half those guys to play like above average, I think the defense could be above average to pretty good. And like I said with the offense that they have, Devontae Adams, Brian Edwards, who, if you're a believer, I'm a believer, then you're a big fan. Uh, Josh Jacobs, fucking, um, I mean, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. And then finishing it up with Darren Waller, I mean, Hunter Renfro, it, it, this, is a, this is a really good offense, man. This is a seriously good offense. I think people are underestimating that. I wonder what the, you know what, we're going to take, because we're done here with all the with all the stuff. We'll be wrapping up soon. But I'm curious with the over-unders for the AFC West. I, I'm just, I'm just super curious um, oh wait, is this 2000? This is it 2001? No, I want 2002. Eight, um, 2022 over under NFL wins. Yeah, let's, let me just, okay, let's break down the opening lines from this. Okay, let's see. We've got Kansas City over under 11 wins. Okay, that's 11 for one team. Oh, okay. Got the Chargers at 10 over under. We've got the... Oh, where the Broncos? The Broncos are ten wins, and then what about the Raiders? The Raiders are eight wins. Hmm. And they're all minus money to go over, which makes sense. Um, yeah, this team could be the first team in NFL history to have all their teams make the playoffs. I don't think that's likely to happen anymore or as much. Um. Because you know, you can do it when there are only two other teams. You can have the top three, but they'll, they'll just cannibalize themselves too much. And there are too many other good teams in the AFC, like, you know, secondary teams, rather, like, or whatever, like Tennessee, the Colts, um, Miami, and Buffalo. And then in the north, you have Cincinnati, Cleveland, and um, the Ravens. And not Pittsburgh, but, like, that's that's just a lot. I mean, if you get rid of how good the AFC is, then the AFC is so much better than the NFC right now. It's fucking insane, um, which is crazy considering last year. It was way better than the NFC side. Um, I think there were actually a lot of trades, though, that went a AFC to NFC, like Russell Wilson, Khalil Mack, um, Matt Ryan, uh, Carson Wentz went back, which is fine. Um... Who else? Oh, Devontae Adams. Like, there's there's a lot there, honestly. There, there really is. Um, man, the Packers are 11 wins. I kind of like that under. Mm, interesting. Uh, anyway, um, there, there's just, there's a, there's, there's so much influx of talent into the AFC. It's crazy. And yeah, I don't know. That just really feels like, oh man, the Bills under an 11 and a half is plus money. I need, I need to throw some money on that, honestly. Damn. Uh, there's just so many good teams. Sorry, I'm just, I'm rambling right now, but there's so many good teams in the AFC. Um, it, it's, this is a tough division. I, I mean, if I'm just like thinking of what teams like roster wise are playoff caliber teams, it's the Colts, Titans. I'm counting on my hands right now. So that's two Colts and Titans. That's two from that division. Um, and then the, so it's the AFC South. Now what about the AFC East? I think that, yeah, either the Bills are New England and then Miami. So that's at least four, if not more, four teams so far in the AFC North. I think that, uh, Baltimore, Cleveland and um, Baltimore, Cleveland and Cincinnati are all playoff teams. So that's seven. That's already even if you don't count this entire division, which is four teams, then that would be the playoff rosters right there. But you count these other teams, which I all think are playoff teams. That's eleven teams out of fifteen. 
that are so the only teams that I don't think make the playoffs uh, are the Jets, Jaguars, Houston, and Pittsburgh, which is a smallest. And I don't even think those teams are that bad, <laughs> honestly. So I'm pretty sure the Jaguars, the AFC. Uh, I have to look at the, the, the what, what the schedule looks like in order to like really make my decision on these things. But um, yeah, I think the AFC West plays the AFC South, which sucks for me. But at least I get to see some cool teams and honestly get some good experience for these young guys who are going to be demolished every second they get, every chance they get. So we'll see. Um, yeah, the AFC is just tough. And I just really wanted to say that again. So next time, uh, I'm done rambling, I think, now. We just talked about the over-under stuff. I think that was relevant and important, maybe. Maybe not, but, you know, if you don't follow me because I'm fucking, um, because I, because you don't know I ramble. Like, you, you should know that I ramble. <laughs> I just ramble all the time. But anyway, that's done. Next time, we'll do two a NFC teams, and this is really fun. I like doing it, liking my thoughts at, and I'm getting farther in my NFL draft process, so maybe next time I'll come in with some more thoughts on my draft process, and then we'll do... Probably NFC, what do we do last time? So probably the NFC East and then NFC North. We'll probably do that. And then we'll do the West and the East after that. And then we'll probably be the draft show after that. I'll probably take a break in between that. And then we'll be the draft show. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, peace out, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports. And be sure to tune in next time.